Hi, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Fitness Devil You Know podcast. You'll hear me briefly refer to it as, a, as our third. It is, in fact, our second. And today's guests are Jordan and Tony from Free Fitness. And we're going to talk about their unique business model where they have a, a pay-how-you-feel system. Shut up and sit down. All right. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us today for uh, what hopefully is episode three of our podcast. And we've got the guys from Free Fitness here. And we're going to talk about something kind of cool about bringing fitness, training, coaching to more people and not just people who are affluent, who have lots of money to throw at expensive trainers, but kind of a different and cool business model. So I'm Andrew Coates. And with me is my partner and co-host, Dean Guido. Yep. And we have Tony Wynn and Jordan Pariseau from Free Fitness. Welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. We appreciate being here. And you, you said free fitness, not fee fitness. Free fitness. Free. Just yeah. to get it out. Free. Free. So this is going to be a big point of our conversation. We'll explain. So, guys, uh, we want our audience to get to know you guys. So tell us about where free fitness came from and how each of you got started in the industry okay well, well let's let's start with i'm jordan let's start with this and let's start with how i got started in the industry here um so i was uh, i was playing some pretty competitive basketball back in high school um playing pretty hard i was a pretty intense player but suffered a bunch of injuries and stuff uh so instead of trying to pursue like a further career in that uh, i kind of fell out of that out of, out of school i was like Dang, don't really know what to do with my life. Uh, I remember my mama come up with a with the newspaper and she's like, "Hey, there's this new this this new condensed program coming to town. Uh, like you should go try it out." And it was the it was the uh, Elevated Learning Academy, the ACE certification. Gotcha. Uh, and so I did that. Got hired at World Health real quick. Was there for a little bit. Did my thing over there. Met met up with Tony. Maybe we'll tell you that story in a little bit. And. Uh, yeah, then we ended up leaving and starting our own thing. Uh, I'm Tony. Um, a little bit different from Jordan. I did play competitive basketball as well, but I stayed healthy. And uh, <laughs> Who, who's, who's better in their prime? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> you don't even have to ask that. Pass, pass, pass. But pass. I stayed healthy and went on uh, playing university uh, basketball at the University of Augustana in Camrose. I'm actually from Whitehorse, Yukon, so I got a scholarship and I was recruited out here. Hence why I'm in Alberta now. I uh, played there for four years, finished with my Bachelor of Science in Kin. Um, I'm a registered kinesiology as well. Um, and I wanted to involve myself more so in fitness rather than, uh, I guess, the physio area route. But uh, I'm happy I did because then I worked at World Health for a year, and that's where I met Jordan. A funny story how we met was um, we were chilling, and they wanted to uh, integrate us into this manager program. And they sent us this email, and the first email was respectjj at hotmail.com. I look over at Jordan, I'm like, man, look at this email. Who's, who's this chump? <laughs> Jordan responds, yo, man, like, that's me. And a friendship was born there, so. At least it was an underscore 69. Yeah, right. Like every- <laughs> I don't think the original intention to get you guys in the management program quite worked out the way that they envisioned. And, uh, we left I, and started our own company. Oh, <laughs> and I know, I know you guys through World Health as well, where I used to work. I was there for six years, so. Um, now, get into where free fitness came from. Where did this idea come from? How'd you guys put it together? 
Dang, so a homie came up to us. Sorry, our homie was up, came up to or, us. Or if we point, we have three mics for four people. <laughs> the, Voldem- the Voldemort of all this. We're new, so shall not be named, right? You, you can't see the video, but I'm pointing, and Andrew's pointing. Anyways, long story short, we're good now. What? So our dog, he came up to me, and I remember when we were trying to, we were trying to name ourselves, and that was that. If if you've ever started a company ever, you know that coming up with a name is already hard enough, <laughs> uh, and then. We wanted to do something a little different. I remember got a phone call and and he's like he's like I got this crazy idea, and I'm like okay shoot, and he's like what if we train people for free? <laughs> and like, I was like I was like and I just I, I just left my previous job, I I am broke, <laughs> and then this dude is like yeah let's just train people for free, and I was like. How, bro, bro, our business model's already flawed right out the gates. We, we got no income coming in. We're we going to break. We're not. We're going to be broke, bro. And he's like, no, no. Like, the idea, the whole idea is to, to give more, to give as much as you can and constantly give value, always giving value and value and value to the point where it's like they want to give it back. And so that's where our whole business model kind of came from. And it was twisted, and I argued it. For God knows how long on the on the phone for that day, but I mean, he convinced me, and then we ran with it with a lot of trial and error. A lot of trial and error. So free fitness actually stands as an acronym for Focus, Rise, Energy, and Empower, which is our pillars at our company. It's our mission statement. Uh, one of the big things is we want to try to make fitness available to everybody. So with that came our Pay How You Feel training system, our training model. I know it sounds crazy, but it works. So a lot of times people are like, what happens if people take advantage of you? This is where people go wrong because we provide so much value as trainers that people don't want you to starve. They will pay you for what you provide to them. And as a trainer, it keeps you accountable. You always have to be 100% on your performance. Because you know what? If you train like shit, you know what? You're going to get paid like shit. What if you train really good? At least they're going to feel bad enough to give you something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we know Worst case scenario. We know that we've all worked around in environments where we've seen enough trainers who don't care, don't take pride in their craft. It's something that drives me completely crazy, but it also sets people like us apart. If you're professional, if you're paying attention to your client, if you're not looking at your phone while the client's doing their lunges, if you're not talking to the pretty girl that's over there with your back turned to your client while they're squatting, People take notice of that stuff. And you know what? You just I, lost $5, man. I don't, right? don't want to be too negative, but we have far too many people in this industry who fit that mold, and that sucks. And I always feel really bad for the clients who are paying their good, hard-earned money to those type of people. But those kind of people will always invariably make us more successful because they're going to find us sooner or later. We are going to look good in contrast. So... But please, go on. 100%. And that's the thing. You go to some box gyms and you pay them $65, $85 an hour. You don't even know who your trainer is. 55 so, bucks for half an hour at certain gyms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what the fuck? Right? And then they show up late. You know, you know how it is. So what we designed is something called our commitment phase. So early on, we will train you for free. Absolutely free. And the reason why we do this is to provide value. So you, your client, so the client knows what they're getting into. If they're going to spend two to three hours with you a week, they better enjoy the training session. So that commitment phrase where we train people for free is where we build value. 
So if I'm going to give you an hour of my time for free, we expect our clients to follow our rules based on what their fitness goals is. For example, if you've got a client who's looking to lose weight, but they don't know that drinking pop every day is not going to help <laughs> them lose weight. Well, during our commitment phase, if we're going to train you for free, we tell them, you know what, no pop for this next uh, little bit here. Now, all of a sudden, they've been trying to lose weight for the last six months. They haven't. Over the last two weeks, they lose two or three pounds. Now there's value in the trainer with you, and they'll take care of well, you. Well, and this may seem like a, a stupid question, but how do you guys track that? And I know that maybe you don't. Well, that's a great question, actually. So how we track that is we get them to food log. Yeah. We simply get them to write down all their foods they're eating. Uh, they don't have to be macro counting yet because, yeah. you know, that's a little bit overwhelming for early on. Just write down your food, your portions, generally the time that you're eating, and then we go from there. And, and I guess, are you, how is your approach with that? Are you guys like a hard line, like, listen, man, you're paying for free. So you're going to do this, this, and this, and this. Or are you guys kind of like, like I, I guess, does it depend per person? Or are you like freaking lay down the law for free? To, to be honest, we like to, to have the hard-ass approach. Yeah. Because that's what's going to, for the most part, get you the result. Yeah. Because we get a lot of people that have actually been with other trainers. We have people that, have, are, ref, that are referrals from our ready, like clients or other fitness professionals. And so we expect results. Yeah. We, don't, we don't guess on results. You, you don't come to us and, oh, we don't know if we're going to help you out. We, like, we are going to get you the results you want. Because we demand you follow it. And we're not, we're not assholes, though. We ain't assholes. I may be coming off like an asshole right man, now. Man, this is freaking better. Be freaking no fucking pop, But, man. like, as long as the person is putting the genuine effort. Everyone's going to make mistakes, yeah. especially if you're brand new to this game. You know what I'm saying? The fit, fitness industry. Sorry. I'm hip-hop artist in the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going there. Jordan's rap career is, uh, hip-hop career is uh, something we're going to get deep into as well. It's pretty cool. You, like, you couldn't tell already, right? But we, but we like to help people. The, the goal of the company is always to help as many people as possible. So yeah. if you're willing to put in as much effort as we are, then we're willing to help. Well, I think that was one of the biggest misconceptions I had when we were talking before the show was like, like it's just free. And you're like, well, no, we have the, sorry, what was the approach? Pay how you feel. Yeah. No, but like the, the phase. Oh, the com- commitment phase. Commitment phase. And, and then you explain the commitment phase. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because basically, yeah, it's free, but you're not just asking for nothing. You, know, like you ask for something. And we, we've had mistakes, too. Yeah. Actually, Jordan should tell this story the best because, you know, it wasn't all, you know, fun and games. And- <laughs> all right, so we're turning people over. And turning people over is just like when you start to get them out the commitment phase. You know, they earned they have, they have earned the spot to become your client. Because not only are we trying to impress the client, the client is now trying to impress us to get a spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, like, again, we train you for free initially. We got, we got other people that will come in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we want to help as many people as possible. If you're going to waste our time, see you later. Yeah. We're we on to the next one. And so I, I got my, my, my group of clients with me. We're starting to turn them over. The money's coming in a little bit. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, oh, the system is dope. Like, there's no awkward sales pitch anymore. Like, this is sick. People just giving me money. This is cool. People getting results. Everybody's happy. And then I get this one guy. (laughs) (laughs) And he was was just not on the same wavelength as everybody else. And so he comes in. He he wasn't seeing the best results. He was kind of stumbling with what I was expecting of him because he was he also had an online trainer at the time too and so we were conflicting on some uh some ways we were training him and so it was all of course he wasn't seeing any results because everyone's telling him something different and so it's and so he comes out and, and some people pay me some good money and then this guy he comes and he, he, he 
he gives me $40. And, and I'm like, oh, okay, $40 a session. All right, all right. And he's like, yeah, so this is for the eight sessions. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. That's all $5 right. an hour for you people out there. But what I did, because that's how he felt my service was, I still trained him to the best of my ability for all those eight sessions. And again, we changed some of his criteria on how I wanted to help him. Like I couldn't help him with an online coach and like he wasn't willing to give that up. And so I'm like, okay, this is not gonna work because there's no value for either of us. And so like, I mean, I'm sure he's still doing well. I, I actually ran into him at a different gym. I ain't gonna say. Um, Do you and, pay you more money? <laughs> no, no. Here's, here's the extra hundred dollars. <laughs> this motherfucker ripped you off. <laughs> And then we came up with the commitment phase. So yeah. that was so that was before the commitment that phase. That was before gotcha. the, that was gotcha. fresh. That was like second, third weekend. And the, so silver lining. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. the biggest thing we learned is if that relationship with him, if you feel awkward with that relationship with him, yeah. he probably feels awkward with the relationship well, with you. He probably so. felt awkward pulling out forty bucks. Like, yeah, eight sessions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that uh, motherfucker is a scam artist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's just let's move on, guys. So this is gonna be the controversial one, but do you see yourselves? as disruptors in the fitness industry before you like are you trying to shatter the traditional model i'm going to say yes but like do you see yourselves as disruptors good or bad see uh we were talking about this question before and i don't see us as disruptors i see us as innovators so we're not here to come and screw anything up we're not here to create any kind of like you know shock into the culture yeah. we're here just to create more good for everybody yeah. and like it's we have a model in place that you can do with many other professions. It's not just the health industry. It's not just, it's not just personal training that you can apply this to. One of the big things I always wanted to say was, imagine a barbershop with a pay how you feel. Man, that barbershop would be filled up down the road. Poor, bar poor haircut, you know, pay how you feel. Great haircut, pay the value, right? So it's something that we think can be successful in many different areas, including one that's very popular is restaurants. There's a pay-how-you-feel restaurant that does extremely well. It builds such great community because you got the people with lower income, the people with higher disposable income, and it always averages out. But most importantly, you, it brings people together with the same goal. And uh, with our businesses, so far, it's been so good, right, Jay? I'd have to think that. I mean, there's always going to be some asshole who's going to try to cheat the system. You, and you guys probably still get a few of those. You're probably getting really, really good at spotting them and seeing them coming. But I have to believe that you're going to get an overwhelming number of people who really value it and they're really, really happy to pay you guys what you're actually worth. And I know by reputation, and again, we all work for the same company, you guys are good trainers. You have good Thank trainers you. under your umbrella. Um, actually, here's a good question for you guys. How many associate trainers do you have under the free fitness umbrella right now? Oh, how many do we have? So we got, we got Ahmed Eid, he's our powerlifting coach. We got Max Arak, who is our Olympic lifting coach. We have Derek Levitt, who is our uh, performance and weight loss coach. We got Kevin, who is our mobility coach. And we got Trevor, who is just our all-around trainer. So, and do, they, do they all run under the free fitness model? Or do, they, do you, you send them people and they have their own businesses on the side? Like, how does that work as associates? So basically with us, uh, we also have Shri Shri, which is our yoga instructor as well. <laughs> Shout out to Shri Shri. Um, so basically how it works is we, I, I believe you coined this term before. We like Nike. They're like like Stephen Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. their own independent brand underneath us. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they run their own companies. We're just a bigger umbrella company that that's there to support them. But they do all run our model. And we've tried this with uh, 
a couple trainers in the past where they weren't they were part of free fitness but they weren't running our model and it doesn't work out uh, so we've had also some trial and error uh, with our with our associates along with our clients as well you know what I'm saying and that, even if you look back to the, the question, I don't, I'll sidestep a little bit, but I don't even find it disruptive. Like, we can run what we run. Like we're, we're doing the podcast right now out of our gym at L2 Fitness, and we can run our traditional model. And I don't see that as a negative. Like, it almost makes a better overall view of the fitness industry if you're doing those things. If you, if you make fitness look better, then who knows how many people we get because we don't get that disruptive attitude coming into things. Like, people don't come in with their barriers up because you guys put out a good model, I guess. Does that yeah. make sense? Absolutely. I mean, I'm lined up. <laughs> I've had a huge crush of, uh, of business lately. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do here? Start going free, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think that would work. <laughs> Look, guys. No, but there's, there's room for all the models is what I'm saying. So like, Absolutely. Like, if everyone went free, then that would be a little different. But I mean, like, I don't think everyone's willing to go that route. It's sweet. You guys get to kind of corner your market. And that's it. And one thing that we really credit uh, us and our, our staff too, I guess, is it's a model not everyone could run either. Yeah. It, takes, it takes a team, it takes effort, and it's about doing, because we also, we run it through boot camps, we're doing all kinds of stuff outside of our one-on-one -on -one training to not only add value to our clients, our trainers, but to the community that we have as a whole as well. Yeah. So, you know, in the time you've been active, because you guys formed this in 2015, so it's, you've been officially open for about two years, a little bit more than two years? Just under two years. Just yes. under two years. Okay, so big party for two years, right? Uh, what have you guys accomplished? Like, what <laughs> have you done? So one of our big things we like to do. You've done stuff, right? We've done, we've done <laughs> okay. some stuff. Um, is that our big goal is to build within the community, not only with our clients and the people that follow us, but with other fitness professionals like you guys right now. Um, it's led us to you guys, and hence why we're here. We're also partnered with many businesses in Edmonton, such as uh, Prana Yoga Studio, which has been one of the best yoga studios for the last three years. Uh, the Great Canadian Fit Fest, YG Fitness, Muscle Milk Canada. Um, uh, YG, YG, YG Fit Street Team. So all these companies <laughs> are aligned with us because we have this very similar mission in what we're trying to achieve. So that's been one, a couple, like something that I'm very proud of. Uh, we've been featured on CTV twice with our motto because it's very unique. Um, we're also coaches of the university and youth team. Um, like we're the strength and conditioning team for the University of Alberta basketball team and their women's basketball team yeah. as well. well I, the one thing I noticed is that because it's so obscure and different, you get those ends almost because at least at the end of the day, they're going to be like, what's this free about? You know what I mean? Then that gives you an end to just it's tell them. It's got what, shock value. Yeah. Right. Re regardless, they'll find out it ain't free. There's a phase. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to give us something, but you at least get in the door to tell them that. And what's next? What is the future for free fitness? Uh, one of the biggest things I think we pride ourselves, me and Tony uh, always talking. I've, Probably talk to Tony more than I talk to my girlfriend, probably, actually. It's probably, it's a, I don't know about that one anymore. But we always plan, we always trying to stay one, one step ahead of everybody else. We started doing these free boot camps, and they, they, started, take, they started taking off. We did, our biggest boot camp outside was, what, 75 people? 75 people showed up to our boot camp. And then our last one, we did a free 100 where we aimed to have 100 people join our boot camp, which we ran just short, but we got just under 90, which was 
Unreal. Now, is that running on the same model? I know that sounds weird, but like, do they just pay as they feel? So usually people bring a bunch of cash. You gotta no, actually. So <laughs> this, this is that was like legitimate. So the free one hundred was a was a pay how you feel. But most of our other events, unless they're a fundraising event, uh, are completely free. We nice. do it just to add value. Um, and build community. It's fun. It's exciting. If you've never been to our boot camps, they are hot as hell. You're going to be sore as hell. But they are actually so much fun. My mama still comes out. My sister comes. Like, they're, they're for everyone, and they're a great time. You um, put them through the phase? <laughs> uh, they, get, they, get, they might get cut. They might get cut. But uh, the biggest thing is we, we, we're continually growing. We're trying to grow our team. We're trying to grow exposure. And we're trying... Are we, are we, are we, are we going to try to fill them in about what's going on? Absolutely. Uh, we, also, we, we get the exclusive, first time exclusive on something big? All uh, right, share it. We're also working on our own, uh, collaborating on our f- own facility and Ooh. moving out Ooh. of where we're at right now. Um, I don't know how, many de- how much details we want to share right now, but that is something that's coming uh, it's relatively a goal. soon. It's, a, yeah. it's actually a pretty sweet teaser. So, again, guys, you can keep your eyes on that because uh, let's just say there is going to be a lot of – new boutique style specialized studios and things like again we're here in l2 i work out of a facility called evolve strength Uh, anyone who's been listening to this or knows me personally would know that evolve is expanding we have one officially announced going in the north side of edmonton there's another one that i can't say exactly yet it's not official but it's gonna be sweet and then there's a fourth one being worked on and it's in edmonton the (laughs) the owner wants to have a hundred of these fucking things going on so we all know the big box gym experience. Well, Guido doesn't because he never worked in one. No, but I, I got lucky, man. I got to go to the best that, place ever. You skip that step. But the rest of us have been there. Gym. And, you know, the big <laughs> box gyms are not a growth industry. And the studios, the boutiques, there's area for growth there, especially if you deliver a really, really great product. So I'm really excited to see what you guys are up to. So that's cool. All right. So yeah, you handle this next. That kind of goes into this. Like, to take those questions further, where do you guys want to have the greatest impact? Like, not just the future, but if you guys can choose your course, what would you like to impact the most with free fitness? Didn't prepare for that one. See, this is this is an interesting question because we are we are working on so many things that I don't even know where to begin. We had we've had meetings today. We've had two meetings today about two other courses of action that we're we're taking already, and that's just today. That was just before this. Um, we, we have so much going on uh, that not a lot of people know about, uh, but our, our greatest impact is always to help as many people as possible, no matter, no matter what that looks like, um, whether that's stuff going on below the border or Eastern Canada oh, yeah. or who knows where else. Um, but the goal is always, always the bottom line is to help as many people as possible. And that's scalable, I would say. Because the better you do, the more people you help, okay. essentially. That is the key to all this stuff, is to create something scalable. We were just talking about Evolve earlier. And, uh, you know, we have a scalable model that you're going to see more of these things going in there. So you create something that you can duplicate, that you do not have to work there on your business. Uh, I was listening to Martin Rooney uh, do a video just yesterday. And, you know, he's talking about entrepreneurship versus job. And I was like, is your business, if you leave your business for two weeks to go do something, is your business still, you're going to come back to it and it's made you money? And if the answer is no, and if you have to be there working on it the whole time, you don't have a, you're, you're, 
don't have a business. You have a job. Yeah. And, you know, and the reality is I think about it. It's like, you know, that's kind of where I am right now. It's like, you know, it's, it's still a job. I can't really take time away from it. It doesn't work very when well. You, so. you, in, that's kind of why we started the podcast and all these other things. The more doors you open, the, you can take that next step because everyone's goal is to move from a job to a career or like at least find something more. And I guess, obviously, you guys are opening up those doors, and that's good to see. Yeah, you know, and with that growing the pay how you feel, it's just a cool system, you know? Yeah. Um, we get people, referrals coming through that we're looking for trainers. We need trainers because we have no one to put these clients now. Because one, <laughs> one client could be a referral for the next five to the next ten to yeah. the next 15. It just keeps snowballing for us, and we're very blessed with that coming up here. Okay, so let's take a, I don't want to say complete right, left, up, down. Jordan, buddy, in addition, <laughs> you ain't a rapper, man. In addition to your training business, I guess you're successfully growing free fitness. How do you kind of navigate being a hip-hop artist? He's a hip-hop artist. <laughs> and navigating both identities. And we kind of talked about this before, but how, how the challenges, I mean, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. and it was, it was an interesting, especially when I started in both industries when I was like fresh at 18 and I was... Uh, I was doing a lot more club shows uh, while I was still training at you know five and six a.m. at the <laughs> gym the next morning, um, and, and the lifestyles get crazy, and they are and they are contradicting to a certain extent. Um, but as I've grown as an individual, I learned about balance and maybe not balance right now because I've been up for thirty hours. But uh, typically, what I I believe is so important to have both that physical and that uh, and that artistic and creative out outlets. And so when you find that balance between the tools, it's unbelievable. Well, and we even talk about that here. Anthony's one of my co-trainers. It's just like if you don't have that outlet because you're so busy doing the training or doing your business stuff, you kind of don't have that balance and you almost burn yourself out. So they do complement each other, I would say. Completely. Oh, 100%. If I didn't have either one, I'd go absolutely insane. But then you go to that fact that like... Well, how do they comp complement each other outside of that? Like, does, does your hip-hop game bring people to free fitness and vice versa? Like, how does that work? And so that's all, yeah. So that's also <laughs> been an interesting thing. I said game. You did. I like <laughs> I that. say industry. I like that. I like that. You about to spit a freestyle? You want to spit? I got the Hell no. <laughs> no. No? No? Ne maybe next time. Next I mean, time. Next I'm not time. ready, man. <laughs> um, and it's been interesting because, like, People want to be fit no matter what industry you're in. So they'll, they'll come and they'll see me at a show, whether I'm opening for an act, whether it's my, I'm, a, I'm a headliner in it. And if you've ever come to my shows, they're just like my boot camps. Yeah. Like they're high energy, they're pretty intense, and they're pretty real, no matter what aspect of real you're trying to define. Um, but everyone's always there to have a good time at the end of the day. And like, I get artists that come up to me at the end of, it's, it's, it's kind of funny cause I get artists that come up to me and they're like, you had so much energy, man. Like you were up there for an hour jumping around. Like, how'd you do that? I'm like, cause I work out, bro. And then same thing. I get these, I get, I get the, the clients that come to these boot camps. They're like, oh, you're so lively and charismatic. Like why, like, how are you so good at this? And it's like, cause I rap. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's so it's, so it's like, it's a, it's a beautiful little balance. Well, that's the one thing I noticed, man. Like, you're full of energy. I even went and looked at your Instagram before this, and you're on stage like, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, holy shit, man. And then you came here, and you, you didn't change much. I mean, you're not screaming at me, but. Have you ever been up on stage, and all of a sudden look at the crowd and scream at them to do a bunch of burpees and be like, oh, fuck, wrong. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Not yet, but I have rapped at boot camps, I think. I think I have rapped a couple times at the boot camps. Not, not so much vice versa. I just bust out the to, guns. You're trying to get them to your show, man. That's right. That's Bring right. Bring out some, do some lunges on stage, mm -hmm. just rapping along. 
so you guys, you both have your clients. You've been on the news media. You're running free fitness as a business. Jordan, obviously, the music career we're talking about. And now all this, like these new things you're sort of hinting at. Where the fuck do you guys find time for your own training and <laughs> like personal lives? Um, that's a great question, man. Because, you know, there's only so many hours in the day. Um, my biggest thing is I actually will schedule my workout in in my planner. No matter what, no matter if I'm training eight clients that day, six clients, it doesn't matter. I block off an hour and a half to two hours for my workup. Because if I can't take care of myself, how am I supposed to take care of my clients? Um, and it's, it makes you feel good, too. Because I go through days when I don't work out, man. It's, it's, it's a rough day. I don't feel energized. I don't feel good. So I try to get that first done, done in the morning so I can take care of my clients. Yeah, and same thing with me. It's 100% of the same thing. And it, why it's actually so important for me is if I can't get my workouts in, I can't create the music the way I want it to. Bob Marley did this really dope thing, and, and he said did it. Did you use Bob Marley and dope in the same sentence? <laughs> <laughs> but not for what you're thinking, though. Not, not on purpose. <laughs> not man. on purpose. It's funny how that worked out. And Bob Marley would say, before I would wake up every morning, before I picked up my guitar, before I started writing music, even before I started singing, I would go for a run. I would go for a run, I'd go for a jog, I'd go play soccer with my friends, I would lively up myself, I'd get my body going so my mind could work and be more creative. And I took that aspect and I apply it, and so like, I, I need it or I can't even do the other part of my business. So this goes to the next point, um, giving our audience actionable information, but how would you, I guess, for people struggling to prioritize time, this could be people who are looking to get into fitness, trainers alike, whoever is kind of listening, what kind of advice would you give them from your guys' perspective, just because you're busy as fuck? <laughs> and you seem like you got a good grasp-ish? The biggest thing is, is prioritizing. Like, some days you're going to have to miss your workout, and that's just the honest truth. Um, but... Again, how much are you willing to sacrifice your health to grow your business or vice versa? Yeah. And you got to figure out what's most important to you. And it's like, you know, we can't be perfect. Uh, and I think you might have made that post the other day about, um, it might have been yesterday, about, um, frick. Uh, it was a bunch of pictures and... Um, Oh, I'm explaining this so poorly right now. Would you post, man? And it'd be like, it'd I don't be know, like, post a lot of shit. It'd be like, it was eating food, and it was like, um, it's like, oh, I'm binge eating. I might as well just keep binge eating. Yeah, that was today. So I shared. Oh, it was today. Okay, so I shared Ooh, something. There was something. There was, I knew it. <laughs> totally. So, no, I shared something that, that uh, a buddy of mine down in the U.S., he's an uh, awesome online trainer named Carter Good. And if you guys don't follow Carter on Instagram, he's actually amazing. He makes tons of really cool infographics that break down a lot of maybe complex nutritional and lifestyle stuff into some really, really accessible visual images that just make sense. So yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, it was just about not just going off the deep end or not really beating yourself up. It was just about saying, okay, I fucked up. Cool. Right back to good again. Don't beat myself up about it. Breaking cycles of guilt and shame for what people categorize in their own minds as really shitty behavior. Uh, tends to hurt them more than help people. You got to let go of stuff. It's it's a sunk cost. It's done. You can't go back. There's no time machine. You better just adjust your attitude going forward and just focus on stuff that you can control that's right in front of you. Focus on your forward behaviors and you're going to have a lot better outcome than quite literally saying, ah, I haven't worked out. It's Tuesday. Ah, screw it. Uh, just 
don't do anything all week, drink and eat like a complete asshole all weekend. I'm going to reset on Monday. I hear that word reset and I start getting hot. You turn red. Yeah. 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 That's all we got. Yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> well, I was going to say just, it, it always goes back to what the goal is. Like similar to how you guys want to help as many people as possible. So whenever anything pops up, good, bad, ugly, sad, you kind of revert back to that goal. And it's the same thing with well, eating, working out. Like if working out's the priority, that's all you care about, then you'll make time. But if it's half the priority, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to fucking not work out one day because you're sick. So, I mean, I guess it depends on the goal for sure. All right. So this is a question I always kind of like asking this one of almost everyone. Um, this is not people get just bombarded with fitness information. Uh, there's tons of trainers out there, tons of services. What advice do you have for everybody listening to find great information, great professionals to maybe help them and to sift through all the bullshit? I love the aspect of when you're trying to hit a goal, you're trying to achieve a goal is that you go in knowing that there is no one right way to do it. There's so much information out there. You have to do the research, and then if that's at the same time, be open to trying new things because you just never know what works best in your lifestyle and what's going to bring you the best results. Um, secondly, with that, it's okay to shop around for trainers, fitness experts, even if you go to a, a massage, if, yeah, you have a, a one massage and it's only okay. You're not going to stick with them. If you feel the same way with the trainer, you should do it with the trainer. Find someone else that might bring you better results, and it's, it's okay to explore that avenue. A lot of times you see people who just you know, will stick with one trainer even when they're dissatisfied. You know, you can have a conversation with them. We're adults. Have a conversation with them that you know, you're going a different route, and that route might bring you better success. Uh, just to touch on that, yeah, I would totally love to touch on the idea of shopping around. I think that's the most important. Uh, as much as the internet has all this great information, these crazy-ass podcasts, man, uh, like, say what you will about bodybuilding.com. It's a great resource uh, to a certain extent. Everything is always to a certain extent. There's so much. And there's so much. So one of my biggest things is to go out and talk to people in real life. Go out and try a group class. Go out. There's so just in Edmonton alone. You could probably go every week and try a brand new free class throughout the city. Find something you like. Talk to the instructors. Talk to a personal trainer. You don't have to go and buy a session to talk to a trainer. Go to your local gym. Go to anywhere and just talk to the person you feel is the most confident by looking at what they're doing and yeah probably it's the, the motherfucker who's not on his phone it's probably the guy who's engaged <laughs> with his client it's, it's not that hard to find someone who's competent at what they're doing if the client's having a good time if the client's doing something you like just go say what's up we don't bite most of us well, I think a lot of this just happens to be like a lot of people's like what they think how you go to get a trainer is you, you walk into LA Fitness sorry big box gym <laughs> You sign up for a trainer and pay $55 for a half an hour and you just, you, that's your trainer. And we want to highlight the fact that that ain't the fucking, well, that is one way. And there's, and there's lots of good people. You just got to find them. And I mean, it, it, you have to put a little bit more effort than just going to a gym and, and finding something like shop around. I guess we're hammering that, but and shop the fuck we've, around. We've kind of played around and kind of throwed some shade at the big box gyms, but the reality is three of the four of us were trainers yeah, at big box gyms. Right? Well, but that's what I mean. There's a whole gamut of trainers in that big box gym, and the same thing outside of it. Just because you don't work at a big box gym doesn't mean you're shit yeah. or not 
Oh, there's plenty of shit trainers that yeah. are working in big box gyms too. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, there's certain gyms I'll go into, and I, I look around, I watch trainers, and I'm like, sweet motherfucking god! Like seriously, how the hell do these guys even make paychecks? But the company we all used to work for, and it's no secret, World Health. They're they're a great company. There are a lot of really good trainers under that umbrella, even to this day. And a I lot agree. of really great people have yep. come out of there. Yep. They and, and kind of here's why. And I'll throw them. Uh, you know, they they were always really good to me, so I'll throw them some some kind words. They pay better than everybody else. So they, generally speaking, attract and retain better people for longer. Trainers who are there longer are going to acquire more skills. They had an amazing continuing education program within. You get free courses taught by Dean Somerset. Dean was our, our first guest on this podcast, and, and Dean is pretty world-renowned. He's an incredible trainer. He's a brilliant guy. Smart guy. And this guy is teaching free in-house continuing education. That's incredible, whereas a lot of these other clubs... Sometimes the training costs more, the trainers are being paid less of it, and there's really no focus on continuing in-house education. And there's a lot of people that we all used to work with who are doing really, really great work, and they're still there. So, you know, it, 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 as you guys keep saying, it really is about getting in deeper, looking at the individual. Don't just judge a person because of the fact that they actually work for a big box gym. Uh, there are going to be some really great people under those umbrellas. Yeah, 100%. Let's do this next question, man. I gotta sift through freaking paragraph long scripts. Okay, um, this will kind of go back to the business thing. But where do you see the future of our industry, and what, what will change and evolve? But what will always matter? So, ooh, that's a good one. I like it. That was Sorry. a good one. Um, <laughs> got real philosophical that's Andrew, on that. That was, you're welcome. That was, that was, I'm right, good. That was nice. That was nice. You read it like it was his idea first, so I like how he gave him credit at the end. Oh yeah. So one thing, especially when I got into this industry about five years ago, um, fitness has become more and more popular over the years, um, which is kind of ironic because fitness just needs to be something that's part of everyone's life regardless of what it is. Absolutely. But it's, it's become more of a trend and that's a beautiful thing in itself as long as this trend doesn't die down. But with all these apps, uh, the Nike apps, uh, I, I could go on listing apps all day, my fitness pal, whatever you think of these apps, I don't, I don't really care. Those 30-day challenges on Pinterest, all of those things are, are beautiful, beautiful thing. Why? Po because at the end of the day, it's getting people moving. Pokemon Go. Poke oh. Pokemon Go. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yes. Oh. I got it first, man. I was as just long like, as you don't walk off a cliff. Well... <laughs> It, that happened and so like i've seen this beautiful thing over the years of, of my training career and it's it's, it's and yes yeah, some of it's complete garbage well, let's let's we can't we Absolutely. can't ignore that but there's been so much more good i've seen in in, in this industry over the last couple of years uh, there's so many more free accessible classes uh no matter what your demographic is uh there's stuff in the in just for like the like the 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 um, queer communities there's some in like the youth communities there's some in the elderly communities there's 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 some even in the music communities there's some in the art communities just because everybody's realizing that it's so important to be active and so if, as long as we can keep doing this even if we, if we need that if we need to keep um you know putting these smaller communities until everyone can come together and keep building on the larger communities it's a beautiful thing well, just bringing more people in the fitness and like even I'll, I'll be the nerd and bring back that we talked with Dean Somerset about like comics weren't cool and now every now it's cool to be a nerd and you bring in all these communities to things and it just it's a better product at the end of the day. So I, I don't think bringing in more people is a bad thing. It's a good thing. They just people live longer, get stronger. I don't know. Eat better. 
<laughs> Man, you got this next one. Well, actually, we're just going to dive a little further. So oh. uh, we're just going to go deeper in that question. What's going to change? Where, where is this going? Like, what's going to evolve in this industry? Can you see the future? Can I see the future? I can. I can. That's the, that's the rapper in me, actually. It's All rappers that, can see the future. It's free, that's a, it's free fitness. It's free, yeah, the future is much more free, I think. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. Um, to be honest, I think as people start to move along in this industry, people are becoming more aware of the garbage. And so I think yeah, as we, as we continue to move on, people are actually demanding. People, people know, oh, that's a shitty trainer. People know, oh, I'm not getting results from this. Why? I need to go seek out a professional now. Uh, people realize I can't do this without an app. Or I, can, I, can do, I, I need more than just app to keep me accountable. And so I think people are becoming more aware of how useful our fitness professionals are people going out for more massages it's not just people with benefits it's not just people with a- extra income everybody's going out to like oh yeah shit i need to get a salad today um <laughs> and i think w- oh, one of the biggest things i wanted to touch on with this question is even the fast food industry they're becoming a lot more um conscious of what they're providing on their menus with the calorie counts with the salads yeah you're paying 15 dollars for a salad but now at least there's a salad on the menu that you can get you know what I'm saying? And so as long as we can continue this, this forward spiral, like we're going to be in a pretty beautiful spot, I think, in another five years. What's always going to matter? What is it changing? I think the biggest thing that matters, and you see that from the most successful people in the industry, is it always comes down to the people. The people will always matter the most. No matter what it is, whether it's a rehab client, rather it's a weight loss client, it doesn't matter what your goal is. It's caring about the individual and no matter how that's portrayed, that's what always will matter the most. When I think it comes down to kind of what we've been talking about with trainers who just, I don't want to say just care about the money, but if you don't have the client in mind, the money doesn't matter at the end of the day because if you don't help shit, you ain't getting more people. You're not getting no referrals. So it kind of goes back to your model. But if you're not held accountable to your performance on a day-to-day basis, and you're not getting better, then the client doesn't matter. Like you're showing that it doesn't matter and you get paid as such. So this whole idea of like, I'm just getting the trainer to make money. It's like, it doesn't make no sense. Yeah. Once people get in the industry and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to train. It's easy money. Oh boy. They get in and they realize that's bullshit fast. It ain't that, easy. That's not how it works. It's easy to get in. It's also easy to get the fuck out. Like how many, <laughs> we talked about turnover before, but like I would assume, I, I didn't work at the big box gym, but I've seen a lot of people I knew that were trainers <clears throat> for six months or went through training school and then decided like they get into it and it's not, it's harder than it looks. Well, I had a uh, long time ago, uh, five years ago, actually six years ago, we had this manager for a couple of years. Now, this guy was an epic level piece of shit on many levels. <laughs> I was like, where's it going, man? Yeah. No, it's going there. Uh, so he, he hired one young, passionate, energetic kid as a trainer. And that kid sold training great. That kid is still in the industry. He's been doing pretty well. There's some issues, but let's just say that he sold a lot of training. And so this manager is like, oh, man. So every young, I'm passionate about fitness fucking kid that came along, he hired them for the next two years. Every last one of the rest of them were awful. None of them stuck. 
they didn't put any effort into kind of coaching them anyway in the first place, but they were all dreadful, and we pretty much just churned and burned all these young kids. And You know what? I've met young, young people who actually are really good, hardworking, passion trainers. It just so happens that you need a lot more than, oh, I got a passion for fitness. Well, passion is, like, yeah, I like working out too, like most fucking people that get in the industry do, but you got to learn how to coach. you gotta, you got to put more effort into just learning about fitness and liking it. Like, I think we had that discussion. I think that was the one who chimed in and was like, ah, passion does matter if you have the right individual, but it's not the only factor. Yeah, it's not There's a lot of passion going to carry you if you have no skill. We can even look at the hip-hop industry. There's a lot of passionate <laughs> people, but when it comes to, like, sticking it out... And they don't like, last long. No, and that's it. And I, regardless of whether... It, what, what industry you're in, whether that's music or, or fitness, it comes down to the people you're trying to help. Yeah. You know, if you're making music that's trying to produce a positive message trying to create some positive change for the world same thing if you're creating a workout program and you're caring about that individual you're going to be successful at what you do well let's do the other side if you suck shit at rapping if <laughs> you're a rapper just like powerlifting man like yeah. you like if if you're passionate about powerlifting but you squat 135 pounds at 240 like you're not good <laughs> so like yeah. i love to be a powerlifter but like you're not gonna be good just yeah. like the tr like and that's that's a rough way of looking at it's it it's like but, a meme of the bodybuilder who gets up on stage guy didn't train <laughs> he's all pasty why i didn't tan yeah. but i love bodybuilding I it's love like it. well that's great man <laughs> you, still, you still suck you can always just watch it yeah. <laughs> i still won't watch it man oh, okay Okay, what is the best piece of fitness advice that you can give people right now? So with our podcast, like again, we like to give actionable information. We talked a lot of shit about rapping and free fitness and stuff. But what can we give to people right now that they can use Tony and then Jordan? Um, a big thing is that people think that fitness is so hard to find. You know, you got to pay big money. But there are tons of free fitness classes, like we said, in Edmonton. Find things, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, did you just yeah. plug free yeah, fitness? Name drop, name drop. <laughs> name drop. <laughs> drop the mic, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. And to find things that you actually enjoy doing. You know, like, you see people go to the gym and they just hate it. Like, they absolutely hate it. Find something that you like doing, because then you're going to do it more often, yeah. you know? And get involved at a younger age, you know, for those parents out there. Get your kids involved in recreation soccer, recreation even recreation spin class, whatever the case is, get them in young so that it becomes part of their habit. It's not something that they have to pick up when they're 40 years old trying to learn how to, you know, squat properly. It's something that they've been doing for a long time. When I, and I'll go a little bit further. I was a teacher before this, and the amount of uneducated, I guess, physical literacy is, is a problem. I don't know. Well, and it starts with the parents. Like, you can only take care of so much at school, but, like, yeah, get, get your fucking kids active, man. Like, at least do something with them. 100%. I don't know. I, I got to yeah, I got to just chime in on this real quick. I yeah, I have a huge problem with childhood obesity. It oh, yeah. is it is a so massive I. problem and I do see it as a form of child abuse. I agree. Like 100%. I just I feel so strongly about this and this is also why Free Fitness does a lot of stuff with the youth. Good. We love to go out there and most of the time we go do it out of our free time and we go and we train uh, cuz it, it's it's such a huge thing just to Get those kids moving. Like I, I, it actually pisses me off to an unreal extent to see a, a child who's overweight because there's no need for that. 
Give them a skateboard. Give them a stick. Well, they're already at such a massive disadvantage for so many reasons. And we live in this culture now where everything's like, oh, gotta be, gotta be nice what you say. Feelings, people's feelings. And like, fuck feelings. Because that kid is going to grow up with some pretty shitty feelings for a very, very long time. Some of the stuff that's going to happen to him. And again, you've got a kid that's, you know, in developing type 2 diabetes by the time they're 13 years of age that's not going to be a good long-term health outcome for that kid. They're well, already at a massive, You massive can't argue that. Like, a, like I, would, I would challenge someone to come up with an argument of why that's a good thing. Actually, but people, come, people get on with this bullshit. And I, mean, I don't really want to take on the body positivity movement because guess what? There's a lot of good there. Like, yeah. I, people, you should never look at someone and say something unkind. And that, that's just, just it's a terrible thing to be mean to other people. Just don't fucking do that. But, but at the same time, guys. do not spread bullshit that being obese is healthy. Yeah, okay? 100%. And you know what? This is going to set some people on fire. They're going to scream and get pissed off or whatever. Cut the shit. There are actually people out there spreading this, this fucking lie that, that people who are categorically medically obese we're talking about really 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 big overweight overfat people that oh no that's perfectly healthy and has no relationship to long-term poor health health outcomes fuck i mean like type 2 diabetes uh being obese hypertension everything cardiovascular disease all this sort of shit you can tell this stuff gets me wind up uh, wound up but you seem, being you seem obese, calm, man. Yeah, I'm totally calm. Being obese does not correlate with good health outcomes. And no, that's not fat shaming, guys. Like, seriously, if, if you're going there, you're completely missing the fucking then, point of well, all this stuff. Because then what's next? You know, people who smoke cigarettes, is that going to be accepted in the next, you know, 10, 5, 10 years? Because people, we already know that obesity complications kill more people each year than people who smoke already, you know? So why is this becoming accepted? And I'm fine with an adult making adult choices about their course in their life. You know what? Don't get on with that bullshit that you care about health, uh, cost of health care when you're looking at someone and you're being a dickhead to someone who's overweight. You know what? You don't know their life. But that goes back to the point where like, you're a fucking adult, do whatever, like do what you want to do, man. But like when it comes to kids, man, like... <laughs> they don't get to make that choice, man. Yeah, and the the parents have so much influence over what's going on in the That's kid's right. life. Right. Don't set that kid up for a harder life than it needs to be. Life's tough as it is. Life isn't fair. Do not put your kids at that massive disadvantage. But I think we beat that one a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, Jordan, 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 what's your answer to yeah. this? Someone's question? gonna listen to this. <laughs> Someone's gonna listen to this, and I'm See, gonna get, I'm gonna get some don't. pissed off messages. But you know what? Anyone, don't. if you're offended by any of that stuff, you really need to be hey, offended. Jordan, yeah. Jordan, you. answer this question. Don't fire Andrew up. So if if it's gonna fire Andrew, change your goddamn answer, man. <laughs> I, almost, I almost forgot what the question was. I had to reread the script. All right. Jordan, was there anything else you wanted to add about your best piece of fitness advice? I love to circle back. I love to circle back. Uh, <laughs> this was Tell full three sixty. Okay, let's, let's bring it down real nice here. Let me get a little bass in my voice. It sound real good. Um, I I would have to say my biggest piece of fitness advice is it, it and it's the easiest one for retention. Find something you like to do. It's just that simple. Yeah. It, it, again, there's a thousand different ways to reach your goal. Don't let nobody in this game tell you there's one way to hit your goal because there's not. And it's been proven again and again. And there's studies for this and that. And, yeah, there might be one scientific way 
that's actually better. But if you don't like that shit, you ain't doing it. You ain't gonna do it. You're never and, gonna do it. And then guess what? Your attention there, and then you ain't never gonna get there anyway. So yeah, the way you chose might take you three weeks longer, might take you three days longer, might take you three years longer. But if you're gonna do that every day for three years, great job, man. You doing you doing it. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Give them the book one, man. The book one. Everybody gets a book one. Okay, so I read a shit ton of books. I listen to audio books. Uh, what books are you guys currently reading? Uh, you know, like Fifty Shades of Grey. You guys <laughs> pull that one off. Finished it. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you reading right now? Read it twice. <laughs> My favorite, actually, I'm reading it again, and it's away from fitness. I'm, I love no, good. business. I, I love business. That. It's called Millionaire Teacher by Andrew Hallam. Um, this guy is, is a genius. He tells you how why people go broke all the time and how to become rich and it's not all it's not all always about money it's about being happy um, because people have a million dollars can be defined in so many ways and he teaches you how to find that million dollars jordan what about you bro i always forget what this book is called uh oh <laughs> harry potter man <laughs> yeah, yeah, how'd harry you potter. forget that hey hey it's uh, it's called the purpose driven life uh, so one of the biggest things I'm working on, again, to help develop uh, just a rounder, more more balanced lifestyle is working on my spirituality uh, outside of the gym as well and the music industry as well. Uh, so this one's actually completely away from both of those things, um, but it's a good way because I'm a big fan of uh philosophies um and so spirituality really plays into that and so that's one of the biggest things i'm i'm reading right now it's definitely a, a pretty intense read um but yeah that's what i'm working on right now sweet no game of thrones i'm still waiting for it oh. no I, I i dropped it after book two like i just couldn't keep going that stuff is like just it's too long it takes too much too, too long man you read 100 books in like a month uh maybe about one a week lately but okay. that slows down so all right, guys, thank you so much for both of you Absolutely. taking the time to appear here, share all your ideas about your, your company, your brand, what you guys are doing. Uh, we really want to make sure that anyone listening can find you guys. So where can they find out more, and where do they find you on social media? Our social media pages, we got our Instagram. It's free, uh, with the periods in between, free fits, and our Facebook, just free fitness. We post lots. We uh, keep up to date with things, and you can find us on our website too, freefitnessinc.com. Let's let's just make sure y'all understand this real quick. It's free, and there's periods in it, so it's <laughs> F period R period E period E period. I know it, it will work. I promise you, it will work. But that's what you gotta look up. Was free taken without the periods? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> we need to make an acronym now. Some, some, poor, some poor asshole down in like Akron, Ohio is like actually giving out free, free fitness. fitness. Like, no. He's been in business for like two years. He's living on his grandmother's couch. He's eating craft dinner. He's like, man, like I'm just not making it. Like I'm not. Like, he's man, not you, actually charging anything, right? You got to do the stages. Jesus, yeah, right. idiot. And, uh, make Jordan, him stop drinking pop. What about what about finding out more about your music career? Where can people? Oh, follow my you music there? is basically everywhere. Uh, wherever you want to get it, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Tidal, uh, a little bit on SoundCloud. I'm uh, everywhere. I'm basically everywhere now. You got to spell this one. I out was too. gonna say <laughs> this. My name is just Jordan. And it's, yes, it's, this is the artist in me, and it's a little fucked up, I understand. It's J-U-S-J-R-D-N. We'll say it one more time. J-U-S-J-R-D-N. 
DN. I'm on Instagram. Just I'm on Facebook. Just do it. Yeah, just like that. Uh, but yeah, you can find my stuff on anything. I dropped an album last year called Life. Ironically enough, it's also an acronym. <laughs> was that taken? Was <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, it was a weird. Uh, we're working on a whole bunch of stuff. We're actually uh, dropping a whole bunch of music videos here. Uh, we're setting up a whole bunch of other radio campaigns and stuff like that. Uh, so stay tuned to all kinds of shit. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Yo, thank you for having This us. was incredibly fun. Uh, Jordan, people are going to be fucking peeing themselves listening to your shit. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it easy, guys.